Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. Welcome to the Think Different Podcast. That's right. It's a new week. It's episode number 43. And times are changing. And so is the podcast right here today. I already got spit all over my computer just because I'm so excited for today's episode. Ladies and gentlemen, since Vacation Tim has permanently taken a vacation, I know he's listening to this episode. Things are going to get much better because that's right. We have one of our former colleagues here that worked with me at apple right from the very beginning he's been on this episode a couple times he is a former creative at those apple stores that's right if you did that one-to-one program he was probably gotten you on the success of happiness with your mac ladies and gentlemen it is mr frank funk hey what's going on will how you doing i'm doing great because guess what we finally are talking for the first time this week yeah frank has already got like a strike on his record on joining this podcast because he somehow some way blocked me and every call every facetime call every message was not being responded by frank and i realized that today i was like i realized they're not being delivered my text messages are not going through every call i make goes right to voicemail and I realized this mofo blocked me. <laughs> and well, I had to text him from my... No, 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 no. And then I had to text him from my wife's phone. He finally responded to that. Even email didn't work with him. He blocked my entire contact. It's. I don't know how the hell I did it because um, I've been texting you all week. And I'm like, what the hell, man? I thought maybe I pissed you off or you decided to. Well, you certainly pissed me off today <laughs> when I found out that you blocked me. Because I looked and I'm like, I, I know he blocked me. I know he did. And then I finally just said, I got to let my wife text him. He responded to that. And that's, <laughs> this is the first time we're communicating since I think my birthday. Yeah. That about like since we last talked. So yep. there we go. So, yep. Happy birthday to me. Frank blocked me. So that's strike yeah. one on Frank. <laughs> oh, man. It's been a, it's been a crazy week. Uh, it has been a crazy week, but I'm so happy because I got my birthday gift this week. I'm probably going to talk about myself and what I got from my home because the, the going thing was I, Tim would always tell me what, got, what he got in his home. But for my birthday, I had got the arcade one-up Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle arcade game. If you remember the arcades back in the day or if you go to Yestercades or some kind of arcade, I have 
basically a smaller compact version of that but the graphics are there the music is there the design is there it looks like i have the ninja turtle arcade game the real one that you go in arcades right in my home it yeah, is so cool I saw the picture of it and I thought, wow, he must have been a good boy to have Tara spring for all those bucks to get that. Well, you know, Tara had a little help with the sister and, and the and the uh, and the mother and father because that's a, it's a four hundred dollar machine. It's not cheap. You mean you mean they like you? Yeah, they do like me. Yeah. Wow. I, I don't know. I gotta talk to them. But ever since <laughs> I got that game, it's been the talk of the town. People really want to come over, and of course, COVID is going to prevent. That although my neighbor did come over because he lives right here, so I didn't care. Yeah. But just having what? that, and then on top of it, I added, I bought some like these cheap stick LED lights from Amazon. They were like forty bucks. I stuck them on there. I have it on a timer. It turns green in the background, so now there's like a glow coming from the background <laughs> of the arcade game. Really neat stuff. So, so now you maybe you have to get your uh, that rat costume, right? Aren't you going to be the what, what's that character's name? The Rat King. The Rat King, yeah. Come on. You're, you see, you're too, this proves Frank has been here for 120 years that he was not around the arcades or didn't watch the Ninja Turtles at all. Uh, no, I didn't. Yeah, okay, so there you go. Uh, he didn't even say Shredder. He, he he referred me as the Rat King. So, fair enough. Well, Frank, uh, we have to introduce you just a little bit, even though you've been here. In past episodes, if you go check out our older episodes on the Think Different podcast, we did a whole episode on Frank. Uh, we had it very early on. Uh, but, Frank, introduce yourself a little bit about uh, maybe like a two-minute history of your your time at at, one, at the Apple Store. Uh, okay. Well, um, uh, my name is Frank Funk. I worked at Freehold uh, originally with Will and... Um, from Freehold, I, I was a specialist there. I worked there for five years. Then I transferred to Quaker Bridge, and I worked started as a specialist there and then went into being a creative and uh, recently retired. And uh, here I am. We're right here. That's about as short as you can make it. And uh, one of the things that I used to do on vacation, wherever we went, if there was an Apple store in the vicinity, I would go to that Apple store. And... Uh, Probably my worst experience was in Easton, Ohio. Um, I went into the Apple Store, and uh, they had absolutely no time for me. And it wasn't Ooh. crowded at all. Yeah, I was, I was really disappointed because um, when we were out in Austin, uh, went in the back, they gave me the tour. You know how they do, right, Well, Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, in Easton, didn't didn't even ask me you know what store i was from i had my card you know my business card and uh didn't it was it was uh, i was really disappointed and even my wife said boy that's that's a turn off so i don't know but anyway well, thank you for getting us to a positive mood there frank <laughs> thanks for putting us down that you had a terrible experience at an Apple Store, which is funny because today's episode is all about Apple Store because of COVID-19, uh, every Apple Store was closed in mid-March. We are now starting to see the changes where Apple Store is now opening and we're starting to get the idea of what these Apple Stores are going to be like uh, going forward for at least a good amount of time. Uh, before we get started with our episode, check us out on all of our social media. We did have all of our YouTube 
uh, videos put up of our last couple episodes. I think I'm going to make a video on this arcade up because I think it's really cool that we make videos on some of the technology we have in our home that's non-Apple products. But we can talk about accessories that work great with your home. Is there anything in your home that you have that's like your not not an Apple product, but it works with an Apple product that you love? I, actually, I do. I have two Nest oh, um, thermostats. Yeah, you got two of them. Yeah, my yeah, my, my house can only do one. Well, I have uh, my heating system is two zones, first floor and second floor, so uh, I have one on each floor, and I can control them from the uh, home kit. Wait, you can control a Nest from a home kit? Yeah. How's that possible? I thought they're not compatible. Well, uh, well you know what? Maybe you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I, I say, it, it has, you, have it has a... the, you have to go to the app to do it. Yeah, yeah, the separate Nest app, yep. I'm just trying to make sure you don't lie to our audience that you're the yeah. first person to have Nest working. It doesn't work with HomeKit. Uh, that's one thing I don't like is that it doesn't work with HomeKit. i got to go to a separate app. But it's meat and potatoes, baby. It's like I don't need the whole thing in one spot. I can open a different app and do something different. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the Apple Store changes. So now, Frank, we have been, we combined have been in an Apple Store up 20 years. That's a lot <laughs> of experience. Yeah, it is. So... If you think about it, that's longer than the stores have been open. If you combine our experiences together uh, of what we've been doing. So big changes here where, you know, we, ne we never thought an Apple store would ever be closed in our lifetime. It closes three times a year for Christmas, Thanksgiving, and Easter. And that was it. We didn't close yep. for anything else. And, yep. you know, to, be, to, to see an Apple store empty, to not be filled, is one of the weirdest things... I could think of in my existence. <laughs> yeah, every time uh, you go into, well, in our experience, Freehold Mall or Quaker Bridge Mall, um, they're probably the main attraction in the malls. I don't think any mall. I don't think yeah. it has to be just the, our malls that we worked in. It was any mall that we worked in. Apple stores are the number one store people go to, even bigger than JCPenney and all the other stores. Yep. Yeah, and, and now it comes to a point where you know people have this technology. We we rely on it now in a big way, because we can't contact the world without these now. So, you, you know, you have to have it. So Apple closed all their stores. Now what we know is that anybody that worked at an Apple store got paid, uh, or, or are getting paid, which is a great thing for them. You know, awesome yep. that you can work from home, you can get paid and not do anything. You know, lucky them. That, that's one thing I kind of wish I worked at Apple right now. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't. You wouldn't have to replace any batteries. You wouldn't have to. Nothing. Uh... Uh, but what they are doing is anybody that wanted the opportunity can work for Apple Care Tier One support. So that's a little spoiler for you. Don't know, but they are given uh, Apple Care Tier One support, so they can screen share into a computer. They can't control it, but they can screen share in and help you out for real basic stuff. Uh, anything a little bit higher than a normal, you know, how you do something is pretty much done with a tier two level, which is almost at a genius level of what would be helping you out. So the good thing is they don't have to go too far into a conversation. So what Apple did is Apple now has a brand new website. We're going to give you this website. It's apple.com forward slash shop. And this is everything you love about their stores is online. This includes chatting with a specialist, doing Apple trade-in, no contact delivery, 
and GM support. It's all built right on this one page. So, Frank, are you on that page? I am. Okay, so the first thing they offer is shopping assistance. They are there to chat with a specialist. So you'll talk to somebody if you have questions about buying something or questions about a product. They're there for you. Anybody that has a question about an Apple product, they can either, you know, get try to get that information off of the uh, store website, or if they really wanted to talk to somebody, if something was unclear, I'm sure they could just chat with a specialist if, if um, they wanted to do that. They That would be very helpful to them. I'd be and curious sure. to have a conversation with one of them just to see what it's like. I yeah. always tell people about products, look on YouTube and look at a lot of demo videos or a lot of people with their reviews on them because I think that's very helpful more yeah. so than anything else. I think really the idea of a specialist more so is to find the right solution for you because they're going to learn about you. So hopefully right. that what they do on this chat is that they are actually learning about who you are, what you're using it for, and they give their opinion without selling you on anything. So right. th I think the experience of not having that face-to-face -face contact is going to be a little different if on a chat. It's going to be a little different, but I but I would imagine they're like you said they're going they're going to find what you're using that particular product for. If it's a computer, what's your area of expertise? Are you a college freshman? What's your major? Um, are you in journalism or are you in uh, biomedicine? You know, which would kind of lean you towards one direction or the other. So if right. you're going to use it mainly for word processing type stuff, general use, then you could probably go with the new 13-inch MacBook, um, or you may want to jump to one of the bigger ones if if you are uh, more technical. Yeah, we talked about it last week with Tim, and I explained to him that there's now a big price difference between an Air, a 13-inch Pro, and a 15-inch Pro, that now you can yeah. really dive into what you really need based on price. And then they are offering no contact delivery like everybody else. They do have a financing and credit option uh, as well. So they explained that on the website about how to use the Apple Card, the Apple Card monthly installments for iPhones, and then the Barclays uh, financing, which has been around since I've been working there, yeah, which gives you the up to 18 months on, on zero interest, which is a great value. Uh, that's a long time. 18 months is a long time to get that. Yep. I'm surprised, though, that they, they didn't uh, up that a little bit because if you notice on on TV and everything, you're seeing a lot of the auto uh, manufacturers taking zero interest out for 72 months and, you know, really long time. So I, I thought they might up it a little bit, you know, give you 24 months or something. Well, the other thing right. you could think of doing, too, is the Apple Card payments. You could do, without fees and anything, you could just get use the Apple Card to buy everything. Plus, you'll get 3% cash back. So if you yeah. if you spend, you know, uh, over $1,000, at least you're getting something back. Yeah. I, to tell you the truth, Will, um, since I got my Apple Card, I, uh, I rarely use my uh, Citibank card. I, uh. I, use, I use my Apple Card for every chance I get. If it's if it's a personal purchase, absolutely, I use the Apple Card. Otherwise, I have my my America Express on my card. I use that for everything mostly. Um, and then they talk about Apple Trade In as well. Uh, so it, I'll be honest, trade in values are very small now. They're not like they used to be back in the day. Uh, you you know, will I've, not get a big value for this. Like I found out, my first generation Apple Watch gets me twenty five dollars. Yeah, I <laughs> I uh, 
I was just looking at that because uh, with the advent of the iPhone 12, I was looking, well, let's see what they're going to give me for my 10. Uh, 340 bucks. And that's going to be lower when the new phone even comes out. That won't even yeah. stick. I'm like, whoa. So yeah. I'm, I, was, I was a little surprised at that. But, hey, what I'm are you going to do? Hey, you know what? I'm not surprised by it anymore at this point. Not to mention that they have the iPhone SE now, which is now like the newer, you know, you could buy a phone for $400 now. So, I mean, rea reality is, you know, unless you want the bells and whistles, for 400 bucks you can get yourself a phone. Well, I told my grandson he's looking for an iPhone. And I told him, well, he could give me what they're going to give me on trade-in. So he was happy. He wants me. He says, well, hurry up, get the other one so I can get this one. And I'm like, well, there you go. <laughs> the other one's you not wait for it to come yet. out. Let's wait for it to come out. Uh, now, yeah. also on this site, they give you uh, easy tracking so you know where your order is. They also have the Genius support. Now, this is, I thought, was very good because they are. Uh, it gives you a direct link to the How Can We Help You page. Where if you go to the Apple support page, you have to kind of scroll down and try to find it. This one kind of gives you a straight spot right to Genius support, which I like. And then they have the Today at Apple session. So they actually will. Have you seen any of those? I have. Yeah, I, I saw a couple on, uh, on uh, photography. And mm -hmm. to be honest, I, I was a little disappointed. Why? Because I'll tell you my disappointment with it. I just thought it was um, had no interaction with whoever was watching it. They didn't. Yes. They didn't. They didn't Thank say, you. "Okay, uh, this is about um, portrait mode." So let's open your camera, go to portrait mode, um, and show you know, give a shot of where that is, so the user could see, um, and and then kind of walk each step with the person they just kind of presented some things and they said do this do that and then didn't really give the viewer an opportunity to get to that point uh, it was very short um but i guess you know it, they're working on it well i don't think they are i mean i'll be honest there's six videos up there yeah. and it's really not and it looks so scripted like you could tell they're taught looking at a script yeah you know, I don't know why they don't do the same thing they did with the specialist. Yeah, I mean, some things, I think it depends on the session, too. Like, I watched a video one explaining how, you know, a wide shot, a medium shot, a head shot is. Right, uh, right. If, if, if the one you're referring to is the last one where it ha it talks about how to get creative with your subject and surroundings. Yes. This one is like, at least she's putting, at least it's her. I like that. And there are some things, maybe in this video, I would like to, like, they're talking about the crop tool. So they are, they are teaching where I was going to the cinematic iPhone one, where it was just taking an iPhone at a scenery and just doing shots. And I thought it, it looked so scripted. They're explaining like how a dolly works, how a tilt works. Uh -huh. And it, I don't know, I just feel like, uh, it just felt like so scripted. That That's why I yeah. don't like it. These aren't even on the website of, of like their YouTube page. They don't even have it up there. Oh no? No, uh, I would think they would do that. Yeah, or at least had them on each store page. Yeah, something. It just—it's just a. I think they're—they're they're trying, but it's not a home run for me. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people would be watching these. I think if you put them on their YouTube channel, they would. But the fact that it's just on this one spot that you have to try to find, I'm not feeling yeah. it. But that's the uh, the shop page. I like this page. I think it's very easy to understand. 
But let's talk a little bit about the stores that already opened up. So the first stores that started reopening operationally was in, I believe, in China. But in Australia, they started opening. Let's talk a little bit about that. Some of the things that they mentioned in here, number one is lines. There is lines to get in the Apple store, just like if you were waiting in line for an iPhone. Yeah, and, and you know, it's not just the line. The the people outside, I would, at least from this area, you have to be six feet apart. Yep, you have to be six feet apart. They are doing temperature checks. You obviously have to have a face mask, which I believe they're offering you. So that yes. Apple is offering them as well. Uh, and then, you know, so those are the big things that it's doing, at least in the Australia store. And, of course, they're extremely reduced hours and staff. Yes. Now, the main thing they want people to do is for them to primarily be having people there just for the Genius Bar. That is really the only thing they want going on. Now, Recently, they just opened a few stores in the U.S. Idaho, South Carolina, Alabama, and Alaska are a few of the stores that have reopened. Now, uh, Georgia, I was saw today that uh, they've had some cases kick up because uh, uh, he got a lot of flack for opening everything in Georgia. But if they have some more cases, I think they'll shut things down again. Well, that's why you don't go out. Yeah. <laughs> that's, like that, they're, so I think it should be one customer per person, um, per employee that's there. That's what I think. That's how I think they should do it. Uh, if for any reason you're going to be going there to buy something, I get it. Some people want to touch the computer. They want to touch the iPhone get, so they can see what they're really buying. Right. You know, but to be honest, now is not the right time for that. In fact, I don't think many people are buying right now as it is. The only right. reason for me, if I ever wanted to go to an Apple store, is only the Genius Bar, and that is it. If my screen cracked or my battery was bad, that's it. I don't, I, Frank, there'd be no reason to go to that store. Uh, I'm sure, Will. You know, you've done this many times. You have somebody come in and uh, you fix their Apple ID. Oh, God. I hope we carry time away <laughs> for that. Yeah, don't go to the Apple store if you have a freaking Apple ID problem. They can't do anything. <laughs> I, I, it's so annoying about that. Yeah, it, it was. It was. And this is so. This is where the line manager has to really talk to people about this and yes. say, "Hey, do you have a backup? Do you know your app ID and password? Turn off Find My Phone right now. If you can't do that, you're not. You should not get in that store." Yes. Bottom I line, I, yeah. I think they should. Um, you know, it, it, they should have a line for phone issues. A line for Mac issues. I guess that's it, right? It's either a Mac or it's a phone or iPads too, you know. And then, like you said, the the line manager tries to have somebody out there and uh, categorizing each item. So they say, okay, like you said, you know, turn your backup off, do this, do that, and then that way when they get back there, they're ready to go because there's just no walking around the store and. Uh, you know, waiting for somebody to call your name. I think those lines have to be all outside the store. I'm curious if they are going to do the text message system or they're not right now. I don't know. Uh, you know, it depends on the availability, I guess. Or yeah. if it's going to be like the old days where you have to just wait for your turn. You know, that that's kind of the only thing I could think of. Now, remember, you have to come back to the store eventually because if you're going to do like a screen repair, you shouldn't have to wait in that line again. So they have to, there's got to be a line for certain reasons. 
Um, I think each person's going to be seen just individually at, at a time. I think that everyone's just going to have to get in the line every single time. Even if you leave it for repair, fix it, you have to go back in the line again. Well, I, I think maybe um, you have something set up for like an express checkout, you know, mm -hmm. like they do during the holidays. You know, if you know right. specifically what you want, that's over in this right-hand side area. You just go over there and get it. If you're here to pick something up, um, you can meet the person out in the front of the store. What are you here for? I'm here to pick up my MacBook. All right, what's your name? They text somebody in the back. So-and-so's here to pick it up. And then if it's done at that point, they can say, okay, send them back. Mm. You know? That right. way they're just going in, getting it, getting out. Well, let me see where you put this file. What did? What was the problem? You know, what did you find? Anything else different? It's just pick up your machine and get out. Now, I did read that they are doing, uh, I believe they're still doing uh, some kind of today at Apple, but the chairs are very separated. Uh, so I'd be kind of, uh, that'd be kind of confusing. I, I wouldn't expect that uh, for uh, them to do that. I'm surprised uh, at that too. Uh, unless they're doing that at the, at the independent stores, they can't be doing that at the malls. I mean, I don't, I, I don't know. You know, I, I'm, I'm hoping not. I mean, there's no, um, there's, I haven't read anything regarding uh, today at Apple actually happening. I honestly yeah. think it'd be better just to leave them home. I don't think anybody's coming in for a today at Apple session. No, uh, so, uh, well, I mean, if you think of, you know, if somebody's coming in and they don't have a Mac or they don't have a phone, you know, and we would supply them with one to go through the the session. I mean, you can't be cleaning those things, you know, every five minutes. I mean, right. who's going to want to sit there and say, well, was this machine sanitized? Did you put right. this through the ultraviolet lights to make sure there's nothing on it? <laughs> you know, I think people need to uh, take a step back and say, well, I'll, I'll go do those things in a couple months. Mm -hmm. Or... If they have a, a sign-in where you can do uh, a Skype session or, uh, you know, something like that where somebody can lead a session, a video session, where people would do a call-in. I cannot imagine, though, that they're going to use a third-party technology to do this, especially one like Zoom where they've had so many issues. Like, Apple would have to develop their own platform that would allow screen sharing and that would allow them to, to talk to the people at the same time. Yeah, I, I think this is a big opportunity um, for Apple to really beef up, either create another app like Zoom or beef up FaceTime. Well, I think a good idea right now is to go over each role in the store and what the changes are going to be due to COVID-19. I think starting off with the creative, since together we probably spent the most time doing that, role uh the biggest change i know frank is that you want to be able to do today at apple at home and the only way i see that working is if they build something in the back of a store where an employee could be there they have their own setup right and then they yes. would showcase the whatever they're showcasing on the the keynote on the screen or watching them live with their face with it and that yes. way you could see their face you could see what they're doing on the phone or on the on the iPad, and then you can see an image of it. So it's almost like you have to see three things: the person, the device, and what the device video out is producing. Yes, screen and sharing. Yeah, I would add one thing. I would think it would be done with two creatives, mm -hmm. 
Uh, and the other creative, if somebody in the session, rather than trying to talk over everybody, they could... Like a monitor? They, they could um, send in, they could chat a question in. Yeah. I think yeah. it's a I think it's a great opportunity. Honestly, it, it really I really think we would get more people doing today at Apple. But remember, the goal is to get people in the store. That is the goal. Uh, yeah. So I don't know how this convinces people. You have to try to convince me and say, well, how does this convince people to come into the store uh, to learn? Well, that's kind of hard now, you know. And and I don't know how easy it's going to be for a creative role. This is another problem now with the creative team where. We were transitioning from one to one into this today at Apple, where there was nothing to do, and then this is kind of like that new transition. What are creatives going to do, you know, to combat this? I, I mean, I'm hoping they're going to continue going forward with it. I still think there's a value in creatives. I just think that they have to find a way to reach a bigger audience, even though it goes against what the original intent was. Right, because you still have to maintain that customer base, and. Right. You can go into this with the the idea that, hey, this is not going to be perfect like when you come into the store. This is a stopgap measure. So it's going to have some bumps in the road. It's going to be better than not doing anything. But um, to get the real experience, once you get going with the product, come on in and we can really dive into some of these um, software and, and uh, technical issues and phone type things that you want to do with your device um, you know I, I think it's just going to be kind of wetting their appetites and then mm -hmm. say yeah now come on in and then we can all interact again like we used to speak of interaction geniuses probably have the next i would say the most interaction with the customer so some of the changes i see happening is number one is the customer is going to be touching their phone the entire time that they are going to have a session with a genius. I don't think there's going to be any way that genius is going to want to touch it or do anything with it. Or if they are, they're going to have to use alcohol or, or pads, or they're going to be wearing gloves to possibly have to do everything. I think it's going to be, um, do you remember when somebody would bring in a machine and say, um, uh, uh, this has, this is environmentally dangerous and the specialist would put on gloves Yep. I think that's what they're going to have to do all yeah, the yeah, time. Yeah, they have to. It's going to have to be gloves, face masks to do everything. I also think now part of the cleaning procedure, if let's say they bring their phone to the back, they're going to have to sanitize the workbench. Every single time there's a person leaving, they have to sanitize the workbench every single time. They are going to have to wear gloves and a face mask every single time. They are going to have to alcohol wipe down the entire phone before they put it away for pickup. Uh, well, everyone in, and everyone in the room has got to be separated probably even more than they used to be. So I yeah. think like the workbenches now in, in one of our stores, they probably had enough for like five people in there, right. uh, maybe four. I don't think you're going to see more than three now in there no. at a time. I think they're going to limit how many people could be in the room at a time because you always have a genius admin in there. So that's one. You're probably going to have at least two technicians in there all the time for repairs. That's got to uh, be least, it. And then the, probably the, 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 the lead genius, and, that, and that's it. I wanted to ask you a question. You were talking about sanitizing these uh, machines. What about those UV machines? Do you think they'll bring any of those in? Uh, I think the, uh, the, the material that we use to clean 
the uh, the uh, it's called Swish. That was the right, uh, right. that used to clean it. Swish, actually, I'm sorry, Swish. It's called uh, that. Clean. That's what we used to clean everyone's iPhone when we were done with them. I wonder right. if they would work under this environment. I don't know if they do or they don't. I'd have to look up the uh, material, but I wonder if they're going to change that so that they can uh, have the correct stuff to clean the the phones with. Well, I've been seeing a lot of these advertisements for these UV machines now. You know, you put your machine, you put your phone in this machine, you close it, hit a button, and these ultraviolet lights come on and and sanitize the device. Um, I don't know if they work. I don't know if it's just a, a gimmick thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if they do work um, and, and they are legit, I mean, could you see them uh, getting six or eight or ten, whatever that you know, one add, a couple out on each of the tables in the back, uh, plus in the genius room? I think if, if it took up too much room, no. But if it's very small and doesn't like impact how long the turnaround time is going to be, I well, think it, I think it all depends on how long it takes to do that. I mean, honestly, right. if if in my opinion, I'd be, be very happy just using a, a, something to clean it with. I think I yeah. think a UV would just be too long for pickup. Uh, yeah. Now let's talk about back of house. So back of house definitely is going to have to, uh, you know, I wonder are they going to have to wipe down every box that comes in? I mean, they're definitely going to wear gloves. That's for sure, especially on cardboard. But now, yeah. are they gonna? Are they even though there's cellophane around the material? I don't think anybody's really physically touching it, so I don't think they're gonna have to go that far with it. They're definitely gonna be wearing gloves, that's for sure. When they come in, they're actually in two boxes. Right. Let's say Some... like a MacBook Pro, right? You have a brown box, and you open that, and inside that is is the Apple box. Well, not as, it depends on the model. I think yeah. iMac has something like that, but not the. Uh... But not the uh, MacBook Pros. They usually just come in one box and they're surrounded by the foam that keeps it okay. in place. But there's only one per box. Well, because what I was thinking was they wouldn't even take them out of the, out of the brown boxes. Mm-hmm. You know, just put them on the shelves in that. Yeah. And then when, you know, when somebody wants one, then they take it down and take it out. Yeah, um, I think we'll have to wait till more stores open up to see what kind of changes the back of house team's got to deal with. I'd be very yeah. curious how the business team is going to deal with this too. I mean, they're going to probably focus more on online sales now. I don't think they're going to do. I don't think their role is going to change too much. I just don't think there's going to be as many uh, meetings in the store. And then that in those briefing rooms now, some stores have those briefing rooms. They're going to be yeah. worthless. Yeah, yeah. Uh, unless, they're worthless uh, now. <laughs> unless it's a very small group, you put the yeah. chairs six feet apart. You know. I just don't see. I just do not see a reason to use that room at all. So I think that room is done. You know, yeah. that may be an opportunity for the creatives to utilize that room for a, a video uh, conference. Maybe, but I, I just don't see them. It's not in front of people, so I don't know how much. Like I said, the idea of today at Apple, they want people to see that. Briefing rooms are kept privately away, back yeah. behind the store. So, again, I don't know how much the briefing room is going to be helpful anymore. Uh, but, uh, you know, the biggest theme is the specialist now. You know that 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 shake hands, that warm welcome with the shake of the yep. hands, yeah, is yeah. gone. Yep, it's over. It's gonna be elbow. It's gonna be elbow pressing time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. using elbows to do everything. I think the day of bags might be over. I, I don't know if bags are gonna be, uh, you know, an idea anymore that people want to use. Uh, I mean, Apple's already fading those out anyway. But well, you know, they went like, from the plastic to the recycled paper. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, maybe it's going to be like in some of the grocery stores. Bring your own bag. Yep. That's you know? good. I mean, they're already, I mean, some places already charge for a bag. That I mean, that's obviously yeah. happening in California, as an example. But that yeah. changes everything. So that's a pretty much every role. Uh, Genius Team, I, I incorporate the service specialists in that, too. Uh, just I'm not leaving them out. Talk about the managers. Think well, of the size of the, the manager's office. Yeah, that manager's office is small. I would tell you almost every Apple store has a small manager's office that yeah. at least fits probably up to three people, but they're very tight in there. Yeah, I mean, they, they're not six feet apart, folks. Being they're, six feet apart, that's they're it. Not, no, they're not. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah, well, I, I I just think there's going to be less. They're just going to take two people in the office, and that's it. And that's all you can fit in there at a time. And older Apple stores are worse, by the way. Yeah. You know, yeah. Our, the last store we worked at definitely had room for three. The first store we worked at, definitely two the most. This is going to impact malls in general, Will. And, oh, God, uh, yeah. Um, I just read that Neiman Marcus is leaving Friel. Mm. And there was one other restaurant in uh, up at Freehold that's leaving Ruby Tuesday is the only other restaurant there. Uh, no, Red, is it Red Robin? They have a Red Robin there? Oh. Yeah, I think so. Really? I never saw yeah. that. Well, it might have been relatively new, but... Uh, wow. So, now, Neiman Marcus was was a big anchor there. I mean, a lot of retail stores are going to go out. I mean, that, I mean, a lot of Apple stores... There's no more Apple stores in malls, folks. I don't know if you noticed, but the last few years, there has yeah. not been a, a new opening in an Apple Mall, unless it's, like, maybe overseas. But beyond that... Definitely in the U.S. They have not opened another Apple store in the U.S. for years uh, in malls. So they 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 want to take old architecture and turn that into something, and that's what they want to do. Yeah, so, like they did in New York with Grand Central. Yes. Uh, They're putting them in buildings that are that are that have some kind of architecture to it to make it, and they adapt in the environment that they're in, which I think is really cool. They are able to kind of adapt it. It's really awesome. Like going to the Grand Central one is really cool. It's so unique compared to like going to a mall one. And and that's where the biggest problems are going to be now is if malls are, are dying, which we know they are, but Apple yeah. stores are not dying in malls. And that's the one thing that they still got going for them. In fact, if anything, this is the opportunity to expand in the mall and get more room to do more things. Yeah. yeah. So... Well, at a cheaper square footage rate. Oh that's yeah, that's for sure. Oh yeah. Well, I, Frank, I think we kind of got everything we need to do about the Apple Store changes. Please make sure you look at, find out on your Apple Store site when they're going to open. Usually, if you go to the the actual page of the Apple Store site, uh, they'll mm -hmm. tell you like the opening schedule and if they're open or closed right now. So like right now, I'm just looking at one, our last older store. Uh, and right now it says that they are closed. So just keep an idea on how you can get help. Use that no, use that site. You know, okay. use that site of the apple.com forward slash shop. And I think that will be very helpful to you to, to get that help. Uh, and then well, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, you know what I, I, I've been using a lot of, Will, to tell you the truth, is uh, the Apple support app on my phone mm -hmm. and the Apple store app on my phone. Yep, you have those two. I mean that, they you know I used to put them on every customer's phone or yep. ask them to put it on there. Uh, they are, they tend to be very invaluable if you have a problem, or if you just want to do shopping, you know. 
Yep, I, I would absolutely use it. That support one, definitely. That that should be like on everybody's phones. In fact, that Apple should put that on everyone's phones yes. the moment they open should up their, their stuff. Part of their core apps. Yes, I agree. I think Apple Store is, but not Apple Support. Yeah, Apple Support. Yeah, the Apple Store, They, they there's some sort of uh, uh, legal thing that they can't put it on there. But Apple Support, they certainly could. All right, Frank, that was our first episode with you on the Think Different Podcast as a full-time podcaster. Yeah. What did you think? I enjoyed it. I really did. It's going to be a lot of fun. There's just some things I need to uh, refine, and I'll listen uh, to this and uh, try not to say, and, uh, and, uh, and uh, you know. Oh, don't worry. That was, don't worry. Like I said, Tim, Vacation Tim did all that too. Don't worry about it. My, my biggest thing is saying for me, and basically, those are the things I say all the time. Don't worry. <laughs> Happens on everybody's podcast. The more podcasts I listen to, you know, I pick up on those little things. Yes. Uh, so, Frank, make sure you tell everyone. If anyone wants to reach out to you, I believe you have an Instagram? Yes, I do. Okay, no one joined it. All right, everybody. <laughs> we want to thank you for joining us for the Think Different Podcast, our 43rd episode. We appreciate you guys still sticking with us and joining us on our all of our social media platforms on the Think Different Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Which on Twitter it is at Think Different Pod. And then check out our YouTube channel. Even Frank can learn something on there. I can learn anything anywhere. That's right. All right, Frank. We want to thank you for joining us for this week. We want to thank the fans for coming out and listening to us. We hope you guys have a great weekend. And Frank, thank you very much again for becoming the new co-host of the Think Different Podcast. And thank God you're better than that other guy that I don't remember his name. <laughs> it's my pleasure, Will. And uh, hopefully things will go nowhere but uphill from here. <laughs>